0: Welcome back, FBA Lifestyle Podcast. Let's just dive right into it. Part two of advanced Amazon FBA ranking strategies using Facebook ads and, of course, Amazon ads known as PPC or Amazon PPC. The one and only David Michelucci. We are growthhack.com is his website slash agency. He's back again to school us on how to get your Amazon product ranking on that page one, because that's what it's all about. David, how are we doing?
1: Good, thank you, how are you doing?
0: Awesome, good, good, good. So uh, just a reminder, if you guys didn't catch part one, link in description will be uh, linked to uh, part one uh, masterclass, and this is part two. So yeah, excited to get right back into it.
1: Thank you, thank you. Uh, so yeah, I hope every, everyone is doing okay. I hope that uh, you guys uh, liked the first presentation. Uh, we introduced a little bit about uh, how, what is Pixify, how we use it for ranking products. Uh, what is relevance score? That was also very very important. So we spent a lot of time actually explaining what is relevance score and why a lot of sellers bypassed it and they do mistakes. So yeah, definitely check out the first presentation. Um, this time we're gonna we're gonna see actually the second part. It's good that we split it into two parts. We can actually spend more time in uh, giving details uh, how actually this strategy is supported by Facebook and PPC and how we, we have seen before how this strategy actually helps you lower your tacos, uh, your total acos, mm-hmm. not the Mexican food. Not your burritos, <laughs> and we will your show tacos.
2: you.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll David.
2: <laughs> You're making me excited.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here how to actually do that. So yeah, take notes, be, pay attention. We're going to dive in right now. Awesome. All right. So I'm just going to quickly say one more time about me. You guys know that that's going to be again in the presentation before. I've been doing digital marketing for a long time, Amazon since 2014, and I have my own Amazon consulting agency, so a digital marketing agency that helps Amazon sellers. We are Amazon advertising partners, and we have a lot of sellers. We have bunch of partners, and we constantly do webinars. We try to bring the best value. So also, this presentation has been updated. Um, some screenshots, how you can see the growth of some of my clients, etc. They don't want to spend too much time in here. So what we're going to talk about today, this is the second part of the ranking strategy. So we're going to continue the uh, step-by-step rank- ranking strategy with external traffic. So we're going to show how to integrate PPC and Facebook ads to the Pixify uh, Pixify strategy. And uh, I'm going to show you some free creative tools to, that will help you, uh, that will help actually creating your Facebook ads. Because, you know, the best way to create Facebook ads is with carousel or video slides or even videos. I will show you some add-ons and we will talk about Facebook retargeting. That's really important for... Um, for having good conversion rates. Because as yeah. you know, retargeting is one of, the, you know, one, of the, one of the best ways. And people say you can't do retargeting on Amazon. You actually can. There are different ways of doing that. Uh, I will show you later. It's not a very exact retargeting, but it's enough for what we're looking for. Uh, then I'm going to jump actually into uh, who's taking notes. <laughs> you
0: know, are you scribbling on the screen? Yeah, you're right on the screen. <laughs>
1: Don't draw something bad, OK? So we're going to talk about PPC later, uh, why your PPC fails, some of the most common mistakes, and how to solve them. And we're going to uh, slide into PPC strategy and, and tips. And then, of course, I'm going to share again the goodies, the discounts that you have on those tools that we're using, such as Pixify and Zone Guru, that really help you for ranking. And then we're going to have some contacts Q&A if you have. I'm going, going to try to, to keep this short. And if you have some questions, just ask them later uh, at the end of the presentation, okay? Because I really want to go... to go. Quick. Awesome.
0: Thank you. So. Uh, hey, hold on. Uh, Tino, are you able to erase that? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, green <laughs> <That's> mark? <laughs> <to> <laughs> That's say that. Green scribble. Uh, Tino, do you see any, like. Uh, any... How can you even
1: scribble on the screen? I didn't uh, know I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to sure pause the recording for a second. Okay, good to go. All right. Yeah, so in the first presentation, we actually saw. Um, how you create, uh, we, we actually went through all the steps that you need to create the, this actual ranking strategy. And we see, just, just to give you a quick recap, the first step is to create your promotion on Amazon. The second step would be to create and select your keywords. We see how there are different ways of selecting your keywords. The third, the step number three would be to create your tracking links using Pixify or different super URL generators. And then now let's jump into the number four, there is create your actual Facebook ads. Good, sorry guys, I'm having some problem with my screen. So, okay. oh, yeah, all right, got it now. Good, so what you want to do for Facebook is actually a traffic campaign. It's the easiest, easiest way actually to make a campaign. It's, it's not hard, it's completely easy. Why you want to do a traffic campaign? Because what you want to do is to simply drive traffic to the landing page that will be created with Pixify or to the search result page on Amazon that you still create with Pixify. So you don't need to do anything too complicated in this part of your facebook ad creation it's just traffic you're just looking for clicks because you would not be able pretty much to track them from amazon because they would be they would be actually coming not from facebook but from pixify so the landing page actually is the pixify url gen- generated from the URL generated from Pixify. So it's not an Amazon page. It's not a Facebook page. It's a Pixify page. It's an intermediate page. And then from that page, they will click directly to Amazon. So Amazon doesn't see it coming from Facebook. This is something that some people actually confuse sometimes. Amazon doesn't see it coming from Facebook. It will see it coming from Pixify or from somewhere else. Uh, remember, for... You have to create one campaign for each product. So if you're trying to rank for this iPhone cover, you will create a one campaign for that particular product. And then it's up to you if you want to create different campaigns for different variations of that product. It really, it really depends on many things, for example, on how, many, how much sales you're doing, if it's justified by the sales that you're doing, because you want to spend at least $10 daily on this campaign in order to have you know a sufficient number of clicks because if you do very well, your targeting and um, you bring down your CPC, you will have something like 20 cents, 40 cents, 50 cents. That's something normal on Facebook right now for this traffic campaigns. So you want to spend at least $10, sometimes even $20 per product. This also goes together with how much you're spending on PPC because at the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to increase Facebook, if you remember from the last presentation and decrease slowly your PPC is spent. So keep this in mind. If your question is how much should I spend, it completely depends. I suggest start with at least ten dollars a day. You want to drive a lot of traffic to that uh, search result page. So one campaign for one group and remember one group in that campaign for each target audience. I always suggest you would try different target audience. Uh, you make up your audiences. I will show you later how to, how to make audiences that would actually save money will have a lower CPC and will actually have a higher chance to increase your conversion rates. So here, for example, we do some micro targeting. Um, we really split our audiences. You want to divide as much as possible because you want to be able to manage everything. So you will have one campaign for each product inside that campaign. You will have one group, one ad group on Facebook for each audience that you will select and inside each group, you will have the same ads. So one ad for each keyword. This is very, very important to understand. It might, it might seem a little bit complicated, but it's not. You have to see Facebook exactly as PPC here. And this is the reason why it's going to be very easy to duplicate these and to support this campaign on Facebook, on PPC as well because you're going to target the same keyword, exactly the same keyword, and then on PPC, you will target it in exact match or phrase maybe, but exact is preferred. So as you you can see here, we have selected already our 10 keywords for our running clip. And here we have our 10 keywords. And then depending on the uh, performance, you can decide to switch them on or off. This is actually already the answer to the question that was asked the last time or that many people ask, why don't you use a URL, rotator? Why do you do so many URLs? Because you want to have full control for each keyword. You want to switch it off if necessary. Okay, You don't want to just remove it from the super URL. You want to see act the actual performance. So if I have here an average CPC of 20 cents for, for the others, and then this is $1 or 70 cents, of course, I switched it off because it gives me less... Uh, less clicks. Uh, You would create your ads here. This is how you create your ads, and it's very important that you pay attention to the copy. The copy, I see that converts more, gets you lower CPC and gets more interaction when it's engaging, when people actually have to click on the read more. They spend a lot of uh, time reading the products, and actually, what can you write on the product? Of course, you, you should write some catchy sentences. You should uh, involve with the with the customers with the potential customers and you can also pretty much copy and paste the content of your bullet points you can recreate bullet points you can use different emojis etc so what is the best way to target Facebook audiences I in this strategy we use different different ways but the two ways that work most are lookalike audiences and using micro targeting actually they support each other uh, the lookalike um, Okay, uh, the lookalike audience, uh, didn't, I thought I showed here, but I'm trying to compress a lot of information together. So the lookalike audience, I will show you later how to, how to retarget, how to make a custom audience, but it's quite easy. Uh, there are different ways to see on Facebook how to do a lookalike audience, so you can just look it up. It's a, it's a very easy process. Once we've done it one time, you will be able to do it many other times. Micro-targeting, um, what is micro-targeting on Facebook? Actually, micro-targeting works very well, and this is something that I will tell you later also for PPC, not only on Facebook, but as well on PPC. Micro-targeting, we have to understand why we're talking about micro targeting right now because we have so many different competitors, so many different brands that you should always try to focus on your particular niche. You should always try to break down the needs and the searches and the search habits of your customers, what they're looking for, exactly what kind of audience they are, what kind of uh, needs and uh, likes they have. So you should break down as much as you can your audiences. And for example, as you see here in this kind of audiences. We, for example, we separate already male and female. We never do both sex in the same targeting. You should also separate by age. You should also separate by what kind of uh, iPhone they they have. For example, if it's an iPhone 10 or 11, or if they own an iPhone or a Samsung or something, because uh, actually Facebook gives you a very different way of targeting customers from Amazon. And you shouldn't just, um you know be scared of this you, you should actually take this at your advantage so do duplicate you know this kind of um keyword targeting in two different channels one is facebook one is ppc and it's actually the best way to differentiate your uh, your your branding and your your advertising so <clears throat> Let's see how we can create uh, creative ads on Facebook. We saw, we, we saw before carousel and video slides. I'm just going to quickly, again, show you how to do the, those on Facebook. Um, I'm giving for granted here that you already have done some Facebook ads before, so it's not going to be super basic. Um, this. Uh, This is actually a free tool that I always suggest to use. If you didn't know about that, it's called Canva.com. I use it uh, quite often for making my carousel ads. This is exactly one example of carousel ads because on Facebook, remember, you have on the carousel ads, this square space where you can actually use only 20% or less of the space available to write something. And it would be actually good that you use this space for writing a catchy phrase or something. What I do normally, I do at least five or six images, if it's only one product or one variation, and I actually write a short version of the bullet points. Remember, when you do the listing, when you create a listing, you need to have five bullet points. They need to be five... Unique selling propositions. So, those five unique propositions you need to keep reminding your customer what they are, what they are about, and why your product is so good. So, always make the best use of, the, of those unique selling propositions. And if you have more, that's completely fine. You can put it on the ad description or you can do more carousel ad images. If you have different variations you can, and you want to target them in the same ad, go on, you can do that. And you can also link to different landing pages with uh, Pixel Fire. But remember, you're always targeting the same keyword in the same ad group, in the same ad. All right, another way, very efficient way to do ads with Facebook is to create video slides. Why video slides? Because if you don't have a video, if you don't know how to create video, or you didn't want to make a professional video, you can always use your images to create a video slide. And it's so easy and it's very catchy. And most of the times actually, video slides um, video slide ads on Facebook have got even a lower CPC than just carousels. Why? Because they are more engaging. They are something newer than just carousels. So it's easier for a targeted audience to click on the video slides and to actually look, uh, spend more time on the video itself. So you go on creating the ads, you select a single image or video, and then you go ahead and just, uh, You just select your, your, your slideshow style. I normally try to select slideshows that is at least 10 seconds or 15 seconds, so you have more space, you have more time to play around and to actually show the benefits. And what we do is exactly the same thing here. We create... This, this is the creator of the video slide. If you've never seen it before, it's so easy. You can upload your images. You can, you can put your logo, and you can put also your headline. Your headline can be a description, can be a benefit, can be, again, the unique selling, uh, selling value of the product, or it can be also call to action. I normally put a call to action in the last slide, of course. This is an example of an ad that we did for some custom. Actually, this is a very bad example. We just throw some images there. So this is not an example. This is just how you should do it. So yeah, the call to action is going to be the last one. So you have introduction here to the, to the product, then you have uh, selling proposition number one, selling point number two, number three, number four. It's like it's, uh, it's healthy, it's good for anyone, it's so easy, blah, blah, blah. And then here, call to action. Get it now, don't miss this opportunity, get your discount, whatever. Add emojis, I've seen that actually adding emojis, probably you have have heard this everywhere else before, actually does increase your engagement on Facebook, The, the, the number of seconds of the videos being watched, conversion rate, Etc. How you can put emojis on your uh, on your advertising is so easy. You just need to go on your uh, on creating a post on your Facebook. You just type the emojis here, and then you copy and paste them on the ad creator, and this is what you actually will have. David, good I question. I actually like person. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, when it comes to the number of emojis, is there like a rule or anything, or depends on the, <laughs> on the demography you're targeting, the the um, uh, the product you tar- you're you advertising and so on and so forth is like a sp- because I heard people say that the mo- it's good to put but if you put too many too many people will not take you seriously. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: Of course you're not gonna use this, <laughs> but oh, of you not. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Look look at what I did here for example, for each uh, selling point I use one emoji. Okay. Hmm the relieve inflammation, Uh, it's 100% natural. You know, try to be cool with what you're doing. So one is okay. And then here, I like this, uh, you know, hand emoji, like get your discount here because they actually have to click here. You know, I I have seen a lot of ads and this is what I actually think that works better, uh, works best, but oh, for example, you can also use... We do, and this is like a little hack, we use the star to recreate the e- idea of Amazon star rating. And we use five of them and we, we do five bullet points. So yeah, five bullet points with five stars, one each. This, you know, this is, if you know the basic of marketing that are always valid in traditional marketing, offline marketing, and digital marketing, it's always the same thing. It's association to, to the mind of the user. You see the star here, you will see it on Amazon, bomb. You know, it's, it's a constant guiding through uh, this process of purchase. So I think this, this pretty much answers your question. Um, yes, thank you. So, okay, the next step, oh my God, I'm having problems with... Damn. Damn. The next step, I think my keyboard doesn't work. No shit, this is too bad. The next step would be to create your fate, your PPC twin campaign. It's uh, I call it rank push or push rank campaign. It's going to be super easy. Oh my god! All right, guys, I don't know what's the problem here. You, you guys still see my screen, right? Okay, now it's yes. working. So it's going to be super easy to create this rank push campaign. You just put the name of your product. You call it rank push. You give it at least twenty dollars of budget because you want to spend the same amount on Facebook and on PPC. And remember, this is an extra campaign. You already have your campaigns on PPC. So at the initial moment, you will spend more, okay, both on Facebook and on PPC. But later, what you have to do is you have to cut the the fat. You want to trim out everything that you don't need on PPC because you know that a lot of sales are are going to come from this and you want to make it even leaner and you want to remove the waste and you want to slowly cut down your PPC and you want to use this more. So this campaign is gonna be super easy. You take exactly the same 10, 20, whatever keywords you are pushing with your Pixify, with your ranking strategy on Facebook and you put them on PPC as well in a new campaign with at least $20 of budget per day, then it depends on you. How much you want to put on budget and then you just target them exact if you want to do a little extra you can also target phrase but i suggest to start with exact because you really want to push amazon to associate the product as much as you can and it's not written here but you should also target higher placement on the top of search of course um this is the final step how to do retargeting with head to cart with pixify and facebook so Listen to this, select on Pixify, the Add to Cart landing page, because you also have the option with Pixify to to use an Add to Cart. So why did we come up with this Add to Cart? Because we were realizing we were actually driving a lot of traffic to this landing page with the search result of the product, and of course, a big part of the customers doesn't buy the product that's part of the game because you have a conversion rate, what is it, like 1%, 5%, whatever it is. So you want to try to retarget them, and you want to try to retarget in a, in a good way. And as you know, add-to-cart, actually, how many add-to-cart is still a very important metric on Amazon for when it comes to um, relevancy and ranking for products. So Amazon still counts also the add-to-carts. So what you want to do is you want to try to use those people who actually didn't buy the product and you want to, to give them an add-to-cart. Now, why, we are, why you need to do add-to-cart with retargeting? It does make sense, but just to recap it, I don't like personally to, to, to see an ad that lands on an add-to-cart page the first time that I see a product. I would be most likely to... Accept that ad as a user if I already clicked on the same product before with an ad that was not an add to cart. That makes a lot of sense, in my personal opinion, because I was really against using add to cart landing pages before. i never done it, but now with this strategy, I think it does make sense because you would target only the people who have actually interacted already with your carousel ad or video ad and have actually done an action on Facebook or not. So we, we can see here how we can do that. Remember, you're looking for Add to Cards here. So you compose your landing page here on the Pixify. It's super easy, step by step, just go. You put exactly the same, the same uh, instructions because you still want to give the discount, and then Pixify will tell you how to do the Add to card. You need to put the A's, and it's going to be super straightforward. This is the actual landing page, uh, the first landing page of the Pixify that the user will see. If you remember the, the first landing page of the Pixify was quite easy. It's pretty much the same, but here instead of buy on Amazon, it's written add to cart. So the reason why I like Pixify is because they're not very—they're uh, not trying to trick the customer. The customer who will click here already knows that it's an add to cart. It's not the purchase or look at the product, and then they—they—they they, they will have the, the item already in their cart it's clearly written here, add to cart. So when you click here, then you will be uh, redirected to this page, where of course Amazon will ask you, are you sure you want to add to your cart this product? So this is completely okay. We're not tricking anyone here. We're not doing with one click and then they have a lot of products in their cart. It's not going to happen. So it's all guided through. And The actual thing that I like is that on Facebook, you can actually say that you're going to add something to your cart. But the interesting thing is that you will target only the people who have already interacted with your video or with your carousel, with with your advertising before. So they have seen already your product, and if they want to add it to the cart, they will just click on the advertising.
0: Got
1: it. yeah, here's the example. How do you make a retargeting on Facebook without having a pixel? It's super easy because you, you can't use the pixel for, for Amazon. You could use a pixel from your website, from, from Facebook as well, but it's super easy. You don't even need a pixel on Facebook to retarget people who have seen your ads. Um, it's simple. When you create your audience, you create a custom audience not a lookalike this time, just a custom audience. And you want to select people who already have interacted with that particular video. okay? and you can actually choose which video. So here, for example, I want to target people who have interacted with this video for this particular product. I just choose those videos because we had, look at this, we had 8000 views. So I'm targeting here. People who watch at least 25% of that video, I can I can also put 50% or whatever. So I'm cutting away all the people who watch the first one or two seconds and they just remove it. So they will not see this add-to-cart uh, advertising, okay? If you want to be more strict, you can do 50%. So you know that you will have more en- engagement here. I select the video. We had 8,000 here, for example, but you can do more. Uh, you will also have... Uh, you can select videos with a lot of clicks and you will see actually that it works if you have done enough advertising before. Because if you spend $20 a day for each product, you just need to do it for one month. You would have spent a lot of money. I mean, not a lot of money, like 200, uh, 400, 500. It, it really depends on your budget. Um, and then you will have a lot of people who could potentially interact with your, with your advertising. You select the, uh, the videos you want to, you want to target. There's a little bit more details, and then Facebook will help you create this retargeting custom audience. So this is how to do retargeting with Add to Cart. The most important thing is you understand this. I think this is the the most important thing, the division. Because at first, you're going to start with this. Remember, one campaign for each product. Inside each campaign, one ad group for each target audience. And inside each group, one ad for each keyword okay this is the basic why this strategy actually works then if you later on wants to if you later on want to do retargeting at to card feel free to do that do it all right this is the nice. end of the uh thank you of the ranking mm-hmm. strategy by itself with the to card and with everything this is what we use for for the client it actually works i wanted to put some you know common questions that uh, sellers have or common mistakes that, that sellers do and they don't realize. The first mistake that we that we have seen is actually not even knowing what is relevance score. We talked ab- about that a lot on the previous presentation. Something that I can suggest to you again is always check your indexation because sometimes you're not even indexed for that keyword, especially right now that it's getting more and more complicated, more and more competitive, and you don't know that. You, you just waste your time. on And this waste of time on, on PPC remains a waste of time, waste of impressions. You will not be charged because Amazon will not associate if you're not even indexed for, for that keyword. But on Facebook, if you're trying to target something on Facebook because it's not talking with Amazon, you will waste your money. So... Some reasons why your PPC might fail. Maybe you have a bad organization. If you're a new seller, if you've never done PPC before, I see a lot of sellers with bad organization. Maybe you, you don't know that you should use a clear purpose for each one of your campaigns. You don't just have to throw products there, just throw a bunch of keywords. It's not going to work like this. It could actually work at the beginning, but in the long term, it will waste you a lot of money and it will waste you a lot of potential you don't understand bidding correctly you don't understand placements top of search product page etc you don't understand keyword match Uh, You don't read properly your PPC report. I I know a lot of sellers who don't even download their PPC report. This is very, very important. You constantly, every week, every month, download your PPC report. This is super, super important. Also because you can find actually some hidden gems inside your PPC report. Um, I think I talked about that in a presentation at Global from Asia, Lorenzo. Maybe you were there. How we use the terms are not converting to actually make more sales, more sales you remember that
2: yeah i remember that yeah
1: yeah so yeah we actually brought a case a case study of this client that we were looking for the non converting terms in their ppc and we we have isolated them and we put them into new campaigns and actually we had an increase in 20% so it's i mean it's it's waste that sellers are not looking at and they're just losing money because they're not using it So that's also something really good, and you will find it only on your PPC reports. Or maybe you're not using all features. Uh, And, of course, you don't understand what score. That's why PPC fails. Now, some little tips that I'm throwing here just to help sellers, and then if you guys have more questions, you can just ask me at any time. Also, because we're almost running out of time, but we just go on. So organization, just a few tips. Divide into portfolios. That's very important, especially if you have a lot of products or if you're planning to have a lot of products. And even if you don't, still, it's really good because you can actually control your budget with portfolios and you can have a quick glance of the performance of each different product. Just divide them by portfolio. So you will have a glance on the campaign manager. You'd It's a very quick glance that you will have. It's like imagine your, your campaign manager the status would be divided into portfolios, and that really happens. So it's really good if you divide into portfolios. You have to give the, the, the right name, the correct name to each campaign. So if it's automatic or if it's manual, what kind of product it is, is it a product targeting, is a keyword targeting, are you trying to do profit, or are you trying to do uh, exploring new keywords, or are you trying to do what kind of purpose for that campaign? And we will see later how many different purposes you can have for, for different campaigns on PPC. It would be very important for you to write down your target acres, and I know this might sound stupid or why, but it actually helps you, you know, psychologically to know what your target acres for that particular product, and uh, it, it it really helps. We this this is a screenshot taken from a client who had a lot of products, and for each product we had a limit acres that we had to reach, and that really helped us to keep us motivated and to keep us, you know. Um, with the right mindset for that particular product. And yeah, do one campaign for one product. Don't mix different Mm -hmm. products in the same campaign. You could probably start doing many products in in the same campaign, but in the long term, you want to divide as much as you want, as much as you can. You want to do micro-targeting, and we'll see later also how to apply micro-targeting to PPC. So this is also another example of organization. You're doing discovery, you're doing profitability, whatever. I personally don't use profitability and discovery a lot. This was another project that we did with another seller. But in the first, um, in the first phase of your approach to PPC, it might really help you to, to distinguish between discovery and profitability um, campaigns. These are some of the purposes that I personally use or that I, that I know that most sellers use for PPC. And you should have it clear in your mind why you're using this campaign. So for each campaign, you should use maybe one or maybe two or three of those purposes. But it would be the best if you if you make one campaign for each different purpose. So you could have a PPC campaign for doing product launch. So you, you would go very aggressive. You want to generate profits, so you you want to cut down your your acres. You don't want to waste any budget. You probably go for exact targeting here. You want to do keyword research, so you would use a lot of broad and phrase uh, keyword uh, targeting, or you probably go for automatic or whatever. And if you go for automatic, you have to do also a lot of negative targeting. Then you want to do branding, so you would use keywords that are more related to your brand or even your brand name, or you'll probably try to target your competitors. You want to do ranking. So ranking, of course, we talked about that before. Same keywords that you want to rank for. You want to steal market share, so you want to target products, so you want to target your competitor's name, et cetera. You want to clear your stock, so you just don't care about your acres. You just throw there what you have and and go ahead with that, etc. cetera. So understand that each different campaign is for a different purpose. This is, now, once again, if you see here, I'm not giving you very technical um, advices, but I'm giving you advices that will save you a lot of money and that will help you understand what you should do as a seller. This, mm-hmm. by the way, is most of the time the, the, the way that I personally teach others how to do this kind of business. I don't like to get really so much in the details. I mean, for Facebook, you have to show how to make the campaign, but normally I'm more into this kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Micro-targeting. So it's very important that you understand when it comes to micro targeting the customer journey of the buyers in Amazon. So what are they looking for? Uh, let's say, for example, that you're selling a. Uh, okay, let's let, let stick with the with that example. So follow me here. The shoppers who are not sure about what they're looking for, okay, they will use broad search term. For example, a USB microphone, okay. So this is the customer journey. When, they, when they're not sure about what they're looking for, they're just shopping around. They would just use a broad term like USB microphone. But then when they already have done the product research and they know what they're looking for, they would probably use, they would probably search for something more detailed, like a long tail keyword. For example, portable USB microphone for podcasts because you want to do a podcast, you're a frequent traveler and you need a portable USB microphone for podcasts. So this is exactly what they're looking for. So it's up to you as a seller and to understand where you are with your product and with your brand, if you want to target the first person or the second person or both of them. And you have to understand that the two different targetings will have different uh, different performance and different costs for you. So you really have to understand what kind of targeting. You can't put USB microphone, in, especially if it's broad, together with portable USB microphone for podcasts in the same campaign. I mean, you could do that probably, but it's going to mess things around. So what I, what I suggest, you use micro, micro-targeting that is actually using one keyword for one campaign or one keyword for one group in different campaigns. When you, when you have figured out how your customers are looking for your products, what are the keywords that actually bring you the most sales for that particular product? So you have to figure out in your mind, what is your product? how customers are looking for that. Is it good for podcasts or not? Is it it portable or not? I mean, you know that thing because you're selling that product, right? So today you should cut the waste on PPC. You should be as specific as possible. You should do micro-targeting when you can. How you do that? You should use search terms that are as close as possible to the use and to the feature of your product. That's really, really important portable it's black it's gray it's made with plastic whatever it's for podcasts okay you have to match your product products and targeting exactly with what the users are looking for of course use long tails keywords and then do your research start from broad then go to phrase and then go to excite. so this is also old school but this is still the, the way to do ppc with keyword targeting uh some strategy here, Uh, one keyword for one campaign. I'm not the first one to come up with this strategy, but I'm a big supporter. Do one campaign with one keyword only and one product. This is exactly micro-targeting, and this is the ultimate way of targeting of uh, advertising on Amazon. You create one campaign, you put only one product and one keyword exact. And if your product is good and if, if you have a lot of sales history and if you have good relevancy, you can also spend $100 a day and you can make a lot of sales and you will be sure that your acres will be very, very low if you select the right keyword. Even though it's not a branded keyword. Or, and this, this is an example. Uh, you see here, this, this, these are campaigns. They're, these are not keywords inside the group. These are campaigns. We are naming the campaign with the name of the keyword here, actually. OK, so these are exact keywords. The ACOS is lower than our average. Yes, for each one of them. That, by the way, was not too bad when we took this screenshot for, for those, pro- those products. And you can see here, we, we had a lot of sales. So you can actually apply this, of course, not when you start. Of course, we know that. OK, you need to have sales history. You need to have already uh, history in your account. But this is the ultimate place where you want to end to really do micro-targeting with your PPC uh yeah remember to add negative search uh search terms and now also uh products on your automatic campaign that's really really important download your ppc search term report this is this is another tip by the way download your ppc search term report really really important on your ppc search term report you can find keywords that are really really good for you it can give you a lot of sales Keywords that you haven't been using enough, and these are the non-converting terms. So terms that get a lot of impression. Sorry, they don't get a lot of impression, but they get a lot of clicks. They have a very high click-through rate, and they didn't give you any sales. So what you want to do is you want to put them and you want to try to see if they actually works, if they actually work as new converting terms. And then, of course, negative terms. So it's really, really important that you download your PPC search term report on a regular basis. Uh, negative targeting, yes, you can do also products now. Uh, product targeting campaign, just, just quickly, where you can find product targetings. Uh, just target the same products that are targeting you <laughs> in your listing page. Related products, frequently bought together, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, yeah, here, sponsor product related to this item. This is where you can find them. So down on your listing on Amazon. Uh, yeah, how to create it? Super easy. Instead of keywords, just click on product targeting. And yeah, this is this is the most important slides for when it comes to product targeting. What kind of purpose you should you should do, you should look for, you should give to your campaigns for product targeting. We have a few different purposes here. You can defend your own products. So you you if you're selling multiple iPhone cases, you would target this particular iPhone case with all the other variations or all the other similar iPhone case. In your brand, so you're defending your own real estate in your listing. You can differentiate. For example, you're selling iPhone case and you're also selling cables. Then you target uh, to this product all of your cables. So you differentiate in your product selection with the same brand, of course. Uh, you can attack re- competitors with lower reviews, or you can attack competitors with higher price, with lower features, but same price, etc., etc. You can you can do top of search targeting with products. It actually. Actually happens and it works sometimes. You can do category targeting. Then, for category targeting, there's a lot of ways you can get creative. Uh, I'm not going to share it here because that's really a hack, but I have some more, you know, A's uh, about category, tar- category targeting and it really works. And more and more and more. Uh, tip number five, and I think this is the last one, maybe. This is really important. Awesome. Know, your <laughs> uh, know your numbers, okay? Know where you are right now as a seller. Uh, this is nothing absolute, okay probably many other gurus or sellers or uh, speakers they don 't agree with me but that 's what I personally think that 's what i 've seen in my experience so if your PPC sales are less than twenty percent of your total sales you 're wasting a potential or or you 're doing a great job okay but if you 're just starting you 're wasting a potential okay so if you, if you 're selling less than twenty percent from ppc you 're definitely wasting a potential if you just started selling on Amazon because you need PPC, you need advertising at the beginning. Unless, once again, you're selling already millions, then I'm shutting up and you're good, you're doing really great, you don't need PPC. You're one out of a million, probably. If your PPC sales is less than 45% than your total sales, you're probably at a very healthy level, okay? You've probably been selling already for quite a while, and, or you're starting to sell, but you're good, you don't need PPC too much. If your PPC sales are more than 50% than, than your total sales, you are, you are at a very high promotional level, uh, is not going to be sustainable for, uh, for for your total acres in the long term, but you probably need that at some point, okay? If it's more than 70%, it, it's either a new product launch for that particular product or you're just a new seller and you need a PPC push or it's a very bad performing product or your entire store is performing really bad. So you can apply this both to a product or to your entire store, okay? So this is my particular view. So don't depend too much on PPC. Don't misuse it. Don't uh, don't waste your potential on PPC. Try to start depending a lot on that, and then cutting it down, but still keep using it until you find your own uh, balance. That is something less than forty-five percent in a, on a healthy level. The last thing, when it comes to knowing your numbers, I give you this is a, an example of how we do weekly reports for our clients, and this really, really, really helps us save a lot of time and have. It doesn't really save time, but it does give us a better, clear look of the performance, what's happening, and actually helps us improve the performance. So for each week, we have how many impressions, clicks, click-through rate, CPC, how much we spend on PPC, how much are the total sales, uh, sorry, how much are the PPC sales, our ACOS, our gross sales, our ppc own sales, the percentage of sales coming from PPC, to the total sales for each particular product. These are all products, different products. And then total acres, the, the famous tacos. So this is really important that you see what journey your products are going through. Did just start spending a lot of money on PPC. Did, did you depend a lot on the PPC sales for your total sales? How is, how is your total acres going, etc.? You can also add here how much you spend on Facebook. That's actually what we do. So this is some hint on you for the long term if you didn't start selling on Amazon right now or if you're planning to start, if you just started, to actually tell you what you should be looking at. Look at your impressions, your click, how much you're spending on ads, how much you're selling in total. Are you really depending on ads? How much you're depending on ads? Where where you're putting your money? So do this report every week and you will see that you will have a better, clear vision of your entire business. Yes, so we are done. And yeah, once again, my contacts, my... YouTube link, uh, how to get my discount on Pixify, Zonguru, and still I repeat the same discount for people coming from 90 Day FBA community.
0: Awesome. Woo! That was money. Great stuff, David, as loving usual. That. Thank you. that was great. Can you go back to the previous slide with the uh, Pixify discounts and all of that? I'll take a picture of that and uh, share that right away. Screenshot. Okay. Boom. Awesome. 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 That was uh I was taking notes that whole time. That was amazing. I'm excited to implement all that. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. Uh, sweet. Any questions, guys? Uh payment?
2: Yeah, uh, David asked. Uh, I here? S-
0: Tino? Go ahead. you
2: covered you covered it, but also we'd we'll like to get your your thoughts on that. Some people say that when you when you place a when you do a Facebook ad you just you should go as, as uh, specific as possible but others say just go one one criteria one factor at a time so what would be let's say what would be your 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 take on that let's say you're driving traffic to to, to, to your own product what would you do would you try to go as deep as possible or just one uh, one factor one criteria one targeting uh, per per ad per campaign
1: Wait, aren't you saying the same thing? I don't understand. So as deep as possible, are you you saying that you will divide your your audience or not? Because that's the same thing as giving just one criteria, right?
2: Let's say, for example, you're trying to, uh, I don't know, to sell, let's say, garlic press, okay? And you're just trying to target... say, garlic press. and, And one ad you try to target, say... Men and and and, and uh, forty five to fifty will love cooking. Will love such and such. Uh, say a uh, Facebook page and such and such uh, celebrity. Say, uh, what's his name is famous chef, uh, the, the British guy Gordon, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, anyway, Ransky, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, so that would be one ad. You you do, you go as as specific as possible to targeting, and on the other ad you would go, let's say just. Um, people that love cooking, for example. Because I've seen, I've seen both arguments made by mm. people who were doing really well on Facebook. So I want to know what is your, your take on that?
1: So what they were saying, so who won at the end? I want to know who won. There was That's a winner. I'm trying to see piece. because
2: I mean, they all make money is just that, you know, they, I just want to know
1: what. So is, they, were, they the were, were talking in different, in different places, right? Oh, hey, okay, okay, different, okay. Different
2: courses, because I've, took, I've taken a few uh, Facebook uh, ad courses. So one okay. guy would say, "Hey, try to be as specific as possible. The other say, hey, just take one targeting at a time. So I just want to know what is your take on that?
1: Well, I, yeah, so before, as I said, we do micro-targeting here, okay? okay. So um, I think that the best way is to combine them. What you do, I think is the best way would be actually you start with micro-targeting. So you target mm-hmm. only men, 20 to 30 who like Gordon Ramsey, and then you target men 30 to 40 who like Gordon Ramsey, and then you target men 20 to 30 who like another thing, like cooking, whatever. You go as specific as possible. Applicate everything, but what you have to do is you have to use the same ad with the same copy, with the same landing page, with the same image for many different audiences. So you actually test the same ad for so many different audiences are similar to each other but they are slightly different because this is micro targeting so i would say the yeah. best way in my opinion is you start with that and then you create a look like audience or you target all the people who have interacted with that ads because in between all of them you put together all of those people and then you will have your main audience so you know looking at the experience that i have i just this is the way that i do it i start with micro targeting and then I put them all together into a new audience that has already interacted. And that would be my main new audience. But you can start with, with what you want. To be honest with you, it depends what I have to do, or how much time I have, how much the client is paying me. <laughs> so it, it really depends on, on this kind of things.
3: Okay,
2: and if, you were, if yeah. you were to drive traffic for your own product, for your own campaign, not a client, but your own, which way would you go?
1: Yeah of course I would I would just you know divide as much as I can because for example for the runners what we did for the runners um the, the the image that I showed you is just a part of it so let's say I'm trying to 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 promote you guys you remember the the first presentation I showed you this keyboard tray right uh or okay let's say this is even a better, a even better um, example, a TV mount. Okay, so you're trying to advertise a TV mount. So it's something that you put on your wall and then you mount the TV, right? We were trying to figure out the best audience for that, and we were trying to target our competitors' name, but that didn't work. So what we, what I figure out, you know, you know how I get this idea. Um, that's really a hack that I'm sharing with you guys. It's really something useful. And I didn't share with so many. I think I shared it at the Global Formation, but I'm not sure now. Anyway, this is really important. I went to my PPC report and I tried to see what are the, the highest uh, conversion rate keywords. And actually, what it was, it was the TV uh, brands. So people were specifically looking for a TV mount for Samsung TV or for LG TV. So I said, okay, I can actually duplicate these on my Facebook ads. And I was targeting men to particular age or women to particular age. I was never mixing men to women who like only that brand. It was one targeting on Facebook. So I remember I had so many different targetings, uh, so many different Facebook audiences for men and for women for those who like toshiba lg samsung whatever so many audiences but the cpc man was so low they have never seen a ppc this low on facebook because you target people who like that specific brand so you think that they sure. they own that tv on on facebook you cannot target people on that tv probably you can target people who own a smart tv uh, but i'm not sure about if you can do it with the brand yet probably you can do it in the future because now you can target people who can access with um, you can you can divide by mobile access like you can you can target people who have iphone 11 iphone 10 iphone 6 whatever but for tv i don't think it's possible yet uh, but anyway you can target people who like that brand so that that was really the best way that we ever tried with with that particular account to, to get new customers. So that was like 100% good. And then what you want to do, you want to retarget them, creating a new audience. And you can even create a lookalike audience with those people. So this is how I personally integrate Facebook with PPC. Mm-hmm. And I think that when it comes to a seller, you, know, you should get creative with, with those things. You should then that they don't Include each other. Actually, can combine them, and for sure, there are so many other ways of combining different different things, different channels, like Google and you know other social media, etc.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Sweet. I uh, I do have another call coming up in uh, thirteen minutes. Uh, I guess we have time for sure. uh, Maybe one or two more questions, uh, and or um, yeah. That was, that was freaking awesome. Is there a, uh, do you have another webinar? Uh, do you have a part three or, uh, what's, what's the next? No. <laughs> or is it not
1: yet, not yet, but okay, I cool. don't know, maybe we can, we can catch up in a few months from now. It, it depends if you have some requests from your audience, then we can make it happen. if yeah. they have some particular questions for me, then maybe next month or, or maybe in the, the com- yeah. coming one. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Put this out there. Any? Uh, anyone that's still listening, tag a friend and uh, put your questions yeah. in the comments yeah. and all that. And then, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get them back if uh, if there's uh, if there's demand and if you guys want to learn some more uh, advanced <laughs> stuff.
2: One more question, David, before you go: Do you see any um, any changes in the Facebook algorithm in the next few months or whatever? Uh, do you have any, I don't know, insight info on that or anything that we should be Prepared you know, for that? The, mo-
1: the most changes in algorithm that I see have been on Amazon. It's been crazy. Before Prime Day, they, they changed a lot. All of our rankings, they went crazy. Mm. Uh, and, you know, many of my partners and clients, they had problems ranking crazy and CPC crazy. It's, it's, but it always happens on Amazon. So you just need to be very yeah. careful. You need to check your PPC every day, et cetera. For, mm-hmm. for Facebook, not really, because... Um, no, we, we started some new projects, so I can't really say right now. So, yeah, from, mm. I don't know, from Facebook.
0: Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Cool. Well, anyway, man, that was, that was awesome. Links in the description, guys, to check it out. We are growthhack.com. It says agency, grow your Amazon sales. And, uh, yeah, implement this stuff, this stuff, guys. This is the latest and greatest. If you want to uh, uh, boost your ranking on Amazon, this is how you do it. This is how you do All it. Right. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. Thanks again, David. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch and hopefully see you again uh, another time. Thank see you, know. you for sure. Keeps Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao, Appreciate it, man. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys.
3: Thanks for listening to the FBA Lifestyle Podcast. Don't forget to follow on all podcast platforms, YouTube and Instagram. Ready to fast track your first or next FBA product Ready to create a real product that leaves the competition in the dust? Then check out the 90-Day FBA Challenge, a 12-week accelerator program with weekly coaching calls where we help you go from zero idea what to sell to a product live on Amazon within 90 days. And download the free Amazon Secrets eBook, FBA Lifestyle, The Amazon Experts. Start your FBA business, achieve the freedom lifestyle.